0: Yo, hi, I'm excited because today is International Women's Day, and the energy that has been flowing from all of the beautiful women in my life all day has been so beautiful, and so I thought, what better Day than to post an episode, right? So, welcome back or welcome to something about Sunday. My name is Osha, and as I stated before, it's International Women's Day. Today is Friday, March eighth, two thousand nineteen. It is 8.18pm Pacific Standard Time And I am here in the lair I had a couple of adult beverages When I got home from work today And I just got off the phone with my favorite friend And we were chopping it up for a good two hours Like we do Strong, steady And I recorded a couple of Episodes within the last few weeks um, which I will probably release later on but nothing that really resonated with me to share at the moment so I didn't and like I said today has been just a really beautiful day um, to catch you guys up let's see because I did a recap of the long ass month of January. And so February, oh man, February was a month, was it not? Um, I saw something on Instagram. It said that New Year's actually started on March 1st because January and February had to be bonus tracks for 2018. And I resonated with that a little bit in terms of like the foolishness that was happening in the world. But that, foolishness wasn't directly impacting me at all so I was like hallelujah thank you everybody Um, it was just a lot going on Um, still was just witnessing a lot of suffering for um, my loved ones and so with them suffering of course um, being involved in their lives there was um, some things that I kind of took on as well Um, it was very interesting time also Um, Last Monday, I was involved in a motor vehicle accident. I was driving to my office on the freeway, and I was struck by a semi-truck. And um, that was a bit of a tragic and traumatic circumstance for me to experience. But I'm here. I'm alive. And, well, um, I have been going to my doctor's appointments. I was assigned a physical therapist, staying on top of medications, been working from home. Today was actually the first day that I saw any of my peers or my coworkers at the office. Um, I had my follow-up appointment out in Orange County. And after my appointment, I went into the office just to lay eyes on people there And um, it was nice to be around humans again after having a little bit of cabin fever, just kind of being locked away in my home. And the timing of it was just really interesting because, well, accident timing is just never ideal. But um, I got in the accident last Monday. Uh, One of my friends came into town on... Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday, (laughs) she flew into town on Friday, last Friday, and she just left this past Wednesday, and um, I was like, yeah, I had an accident, so I'm just not like 100%, but I promise you your trip to LA is going to be lit, and we had a fantastic time. While she was here, I was out almost every single night. Um, and I got fussed at a lot as a result of that. But what y'all don't know, what Instagram does not tell you, is that I stay in the house all day. So I would stay home in the daytime and I would work from home and would rest and do all of that. And then we would go out at night and on the weekend. Those days were a lot longer and I was very uncomfortable most of my outings. But... um I'm recovering pretty well Um, I was having some severe neck, shoulder and back pains Now I'm just dealing with pain in the middle of my back So I'm grateful for that Um, And for a doctor who honors what I report to him And doesn't have me overexerting myself um, Which has resulted in me working from home um, At least now for the next couple of weeks So for those of you who know me um, I work a lot Um, I have to be available around the clock because different things and circumstances with my employment requires me to be available. And so that is just a lot of responsibility. And a lot of that responsibility has shifted as a result of my accident. A lot of my team is picking up some of the slack and helping out where they can, which has been really nice, which I'm not used to. So it's been a very interesting time. But again, I'm grateful for life and um, being in relatively good shape. And health so that my body is recovering at the proper speed and time um, per my doctor. So that happened. And um, there have just been a a lot of really exciting opportunities that have come my way. Also with all of this extra time on my hands being at home. I've been allowed to tap into more creative lanes that I've been interested in and just didn't feel like I had time for. Um, So I'm really excited about the projects that I'm working on that, of course, I'll be sharing with you um, very soon. And yeah, so this episode is solely for the praise of the women in my life that I love and adore that make me me. Um, that I wouldn't know I wouldn't know what to do without them. And so tonight I wanted to take the opportunity to honor those who are meaningful to me, starting with my mother. So the story with my mother and our relationship is that we've never been close. We've never been close. I am her oldest child. Um, I was named after one of her best friends. So my mother had a best friend or a close friend named Usha that she worked with when my mom was in banking. And when my mom became pregnant, she was petrified of the process of giving birth, everything. And... Usha is the one who encouraged her through this process, who coached her through this process, and prepared her to be a mother and to give birth and to pay her respects and her honor for Usha. She wanted to name me after her. And my father was like, you are not about to name my child Usha. But the flip side of that story is that my mother would always call Usha, Osha. And so... I am named after an Indian woman named Usha. My name is Osha, which means daughter of the sun. And if you know me, you know how I feel about the sun and I have vitamin D. And um, so the name is very fitting. And um, yeah, so my mother was the oldest daughter of her mother's children. And she took on the same role that I took on as the oldest child and oldest daughter of her children. My mother was the cook. My mother was the tutor. My mother was the maid. My mother was the fill in the blank. She did everything for her siblings, whether my grandmother was present or not. I assumed the same responsibility my parents separated when I was 10. And I remember that time of my life so vividly because the change was so rigid. It happened so fast and we all just kind of fell in line, which is the person that I I realize now that I've been since I was a child. Um, for the most part, I adapt to change very well. I don't resist it and now as a 35 year old woman I appreciate that about myself um because there's nothing that you can do to change it or to stop it um it happens and you have to roll with it going against it is just not in your best interest but I realize now as a child when my parents split and everything changed I just was like okay what do I do How do I show up in this space? How do I support my mother in this space? Um, And while my mother processed her feelings around the divorce, I assumed the position and the role of mother. I raised my sister and my brother. And in my early 20s, I definitely resented my mother for a lot of my childhood essentially going to waste raising children that I did not birth. Um, But there there are some positive things that I can say about my mother as a woman. Um, In my household, when my parents were together and when they were apart, I never witnessed any abuse. Physical, emotional, sexual, um, spiritual. I never witnessed that. Um, between my parents and um, now having a clear understanding of who my grandmother is my mother's mother my mother did the best that she could she did the best that she could with what she was given I always had a clean home and a safe city and environment there was always food in my house we never went out with, we never went without utilities being paid. Um, and those are grand gestures that I feel like we all feel like we are just given. And obviously growing up and meeting different people and learning about their childhood, you learn that not all of our upbringings are similar. Um, and those are all grand gifts that I was given because my mother had experienced a life of instability, had moved a lot when she was a child, had seen a lot growing up that she refused to allow for us to see. And for all of those things, I honor her today and every day because it's so easy for us to fall into cycles because of our families and generationally, those curses, they just go on and on. And obviously, there are lots of things that I could say that I wish that she would have done. But for everything that she has done, I honor her for that. For showing up as the woman that she knew how to show up as. Protecting us from things that children need, didn't need to see. And giving us a safe place to lay our heads every day. With living in areas that had really great school districts with a great educational system in place for us to receive the education that we needed in order to be successful adults. Without all of those things, I would not be the woman that I am today. And so first I honor her. Um, Then I want to honor my grandmothers. So my paternal and maternal grandmother were both born on January 14th. I was born on January 12th. Those are my mighty, mighty gangsta grandmothers. My paternal grandmother passed away in 2005. She was my entire heart. Um, There are still some days where she crosses my mind, and I am not okay. Um, And 2005 was a long time ago. Sometimes it feels like she just left me yesterday. I don't know that it'll ever be a time where I won't feel it so deeply, um, but she had a hell of an impact on my life and also the woman that I am and the way that I move in this world. I also learned from my grandmother, both maternal and paternal, who I did not want to be. My grandmother's and an aunt of mine who's also a Capricorn showed me the side of Capricorn that I did not want to be. And although I possess a lot of those similar qualities, self-awareness teaches you that it's not okay to be certain ways. But I looked at them, and although they're both gangster and unafraid and unapologetic about who they are, I didn't want to be a bitch. I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to be evil. I didn't want to be conniving um, for survival, which was a lot of what, I feel those um, elements of their personality was all about. They taught me a lot about who I didn't want to be. But on the flip side, you talking about loyal, you talking about self-sacrificing and not in the worst way, women that you, you knew if you came to them, they had you, like they got you, that part of me, I owe to them. And so I honor them for birthing my parents and creating these two beings that birth this woman that you're listening to right now. Um, Because it's a hell of a mix, (laughs) y'all. And so I honor them. I honor them. My sister, my baby, my little love child. Brandy, Um, she is me, the sweetest, sweetest version of me. Um, We are three years apart, and she has adored me since I was a child, and I didn't understand it. I'm the oldest, so I didn't have anybody that I looked up to that I just like gagged over and so she would do things she would take my clothes and my shoes that were too big for her my jewelry that was personalized with my name and wear it and I just did not understand it something that my father instilled in us as children is that we were to be close we were to honor our mother and father because that's what the bible said but We were also to be close throughout my father's three marriages and five children. All of us are close. We have one brother who sometimes he wants to be with us and sometimes he doesn't. But when he's around, it's all love. When he's not around, it's still love from afar. Um, But we are all very close with me and my sister. She knows my heart and my soul. I know her heart and her soul. She's an amazing, amazing mother. Like I aspire to be the mother that she is. She is a baby child whisperer, and she's been this way for years. She's beautiful. She can sing her tale off. Um, she's an independent thinker. She's a lover. She's kind she's caring, she's giving, she's genuine, she's loyal to a fault, like a lot of us I think are. Um, And she represents the very best part of who I am. I feel privileged to know her love. And every single woman that I talk about on this episode, that's how I feel, that's how I feel because i love myself i can love other women and i know love because of the women that are in my life and the beauty of the love that i know does not lie in anything romantic at all because i feel like that's the supreme love that we all need to know anything that's not romantic anything that doesn't have us acting crazy And while I'm out, that platonic, familial, sister-girlfriend love is what I thrive off of. And again, I'm honoring tonight um, and every night, but essentially and especially today, tonight on this holiday. My cousin, Cole. That was my first friend. She is older than I am. Um, she is my first cousin on my father's side. And her family, my aunt and uncle and all of them lived in L.A. at one point. Then they, then they moved to Maryland when I was a kid. and I was, It was the most traumatic thing that had ever happened to me as a child. They moved to Maryland, and then I didn't see Colleen for I don't know how long. And I would see her, like, every once in a while, but I vaguely remember the times I would get to run into her. And then I moved to Atlanta in 2006, and she was living there as well, and we did our time together. If you ever lived in Atlanta and you were not a native, When you go to Atlanta and you make it out, it's like time you do in the penitentiary. I've never been to jail, but that's how I reflect on that time. That was a hard time in my life. I don't know if it was hard because I was in my early 20s, but life was not that hard in Los Angeles. If you can go to Atlanta with nothing or nobody for real for real and make it out alive and not on a pole or on a pipe, you you're gonna make it anywhere and so her and I we did our time together in Atlanta and um I remember coming to coming out to her during that time because I was had a girlfriend there and I didn't didn't know if she knew and we were so close I didn't want to hide it from her and I remember her response being okay so what else and I was like what do you mean and she's like what else like okay so you're a lesbian and next And no one had ever responded to me like that before. And that I feel like just sparked this essence about our relationship. Being able to be completely vulnerable with someone is such an underrated conversation. When you are able to totally, utterly lay Your burdens down. Share your unadulterated thoughts. Be yourself. Uncensored with someone. That is some beautiful shit. Especially with someone. That doesn't want anything from you. But to know you. And to grow with you. And to love you. And that is what I have with my cousin. Sister friend. Colleen. Um, Resilient resilient as fuck poetic in her speech her and i will be on the phone it's another person that i spend hours and hours of time talking to on the phone and she says the illest shit i'm like yo you need to be writing um an amazing mother her and my sister if i could be half of of both of them I will be everything to my children. They are they astound me in the ways that they love and they grow with these children that they've birthed. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever witnessed, and I'm just so fortunate to be a witness to it. Um, so grounded and so passionate. Again, very loving um deliberate and what she does and who she interacts with with how she moves and how she shows up i honor her today tia tia is my baby mama friend forever if you follow me on instagram i have love fest for her almost on a daily basis Both of us, we just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I've known Tia for 20 years. That is my oldest friend. Um, If she ever needed organs out of this body, I would give them to her. If there was a bullet flying in the sky her way, I would jump in front of it. I adore her. And knowing someone for 20 years, she has seen all the sides of me. The desirable and the undesirable, and has chosen to love me anyway. And that is a beautiful thing. Again, another type of relationship that I think is just completely underrated. We have broken apart and have come back together, and broken apart and come back together. And I feel like she is my soulmate. And. I don't know what I would do in this life without her. I feel that exact same way about my cousin. I feel that exact same way about my sister. She is so creative. When I tell you everything that she wants to do, she's great at everything. I can't even imagine what it's like to be that talented. So creative. She's a Sagittarius, though creative and innovative and gorgeous and down-to-earth and wonderful and intentional and hilarious, witty and charming, gifted and everything and she gasses me y'all like And she'll probably fuss at me for using the word gas. But it's something about a Sagittarius. Because my dad is a Sag. Tia is a Sag. My friend that just visited from Florida is a Sag. When I tell you it's like compliments on deck all the time. And you know that they're genuine. I've never experienced anything like that before in my life. Anytime that she is around... I'm on a high because she refuses to have it any other way. It's the most beautiful shit I've ever experienced. And for that, I honor her. And then there's my idea. My sweetheart. My love. I've known Adia for... Like 10, 12 years. I remember... When I started to spend more time with her, I was so intimidated by her because she's so intelligent, so intelligent. Like she's a friend that I could mention something to her and she knows what it is and will downplay it like, oh, that's not a big deal. I heard that on NPR, whatever, but like a full understanding of what it is that you're talking about every single time. There's not been a time that I've mentioned something that I thought that I knew that she didn't know that she didn't know like she knows everything. I remember when we were hanging out I think she had um I'm not sure if she was in grad school or excuse me if she had graduated and she graduated from this prestigious university here in Los Angeles and I was so impressed by her completing her graduate degree from there and what her like her field work, Or her line of work was. And just always so in awe of like who she was. And the fact that she was my friend. So there have been these different phrases and memes and different things that you see online about like if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. That also applies to like friendship. Like being around people who are better than you. Every woman that is around me that you see me with is better at me, better than me at something. They're better at me than something. at something. And it used to be intimidating. And now that shit is a turn on, like to be able to brag on your friends, like, yo, she's this, she's that, she, whatever, like that's ill. You want to surround yourself by women that you are proud of that you can speak to the value that they add in their lives and the lives of others, it makes you step your game up. And I'm so incredibly grateful for every single one of you in my life. The list of women who inspire me that are very necessary is so wild because there are human interactions 3D interactions that I have with people that I know here in California that I've met, that I've kicked it with. There is also a host of women that I've never met in life, that I've connected with online, Janelle, Ani, two people over there in the South somewhere that I am probably gonna cry when I meet for the first time like the conversations that we have on DM text email what have you like shakes my life up like they make a difference and I know that I do the same for them that shit is the power of womanhood that's the power of sisterhood it's it's amazing Sonia. One of my closest friends that's in Oregon. The sweetest, sweetest human being I've ever met in my entire life. I've known her, God, 13, 14 years. She's in another state. We just made plans for me to come there this summer for a concert. Just a quick trip. And I was like, I'm coming to Portland in June for a concert just for two nights. Will you be with me? And she said yes. And friendship, sisterhood, like, it's wild. My book club babies, Brittany, Jenea, Aaliyah, Q, like... I am surrounded, surrounded by women who make me feel alive, who remind me of my purpose, who allow me to push them through their purpose. We are just out here life together, and it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. My FF in Chicago T my, my Virgo son and my Virgo rising my twin in Maryland that I'm gonna see in a week and I know that I'm forgetting significant people in this podcast. Charge it to my head and on my heart. There are so many people. That I just fuck with so heavy and so hard. And an Instagram post was not going to do it. I needed a whole episode to love on y'all. So if you've been riding out with me from the beginning, the whole purpose of Cavalier Lush, the website, something about Sunday, this podcast is for this, this feeling for this vibe, creating space, having dialogue about the things that matter to us as women. And I appreciate you for listening and being a part of International Women's Day my way, where I love on and big up the women in my life who matter to me and encourage you to do the same, not just today, The entire month of March is Women's Month Um, and I'm going to continue to set this tone and ride this wave and this vibe for the rest of the month. If you're in the city of Los Angeles or the surrounding areas, March 24th, I'm hosting Controversy. Controversy Let's Talk. That's a Sunday. It's going to be from 2 to 6 p.m. I've sent out Flyers to a select few Um, I am going to post it On my social media and on the website In case I've missed anyone Who's interested in attending Um, This one is going to be a free for all We're going to talk about all the shits All of it Nothing is off limits I'm really excited to see everyone And to be in a different venue In a different space um, With some nice little Handcrafted cocktails And refreshments Um, Also, we have the spring equinox on March 20th. A few of my friends and I are going to get together and do some beachside rituals um, and share some manifestations and um, all that jazz at the beach. So if you're interested in that, please reach out to me and let me know. I'm also working on this photography project um, that I'm calling Features so I'll be reaching out to some folks and also posting to see if there are any volunteers for this project that I'm starting Um, I'm really excited about what 2019 is doing Um, I've had some really great opportunities be presented to me outside of my realm of corporate Um, for those of you who are aware I've always been into HR and um, what I thought was my escape from corporate America would be HR consulting. I've recently realized that I don't want to be an entrepreneur, that I like my corporate gigs and I like the stability of a steady paycheck and um, benefits and 401k. I also like the idea of having something that is my own and so Um, I've been contacted by some companies um, to do some HR consulting. So I'm really excited about the universe shoving opportunity down my throat to say, here, you ask for it, here you go. And that's been happening in so many different ways. And I'm excited and I'm ready. And in those moments where I feel like I'm not, who do I turn to? To gas me, to pump me, to remind me. Every single last woman that I just poured my heart out to on this episode. I love you guys. I hope that the month of March has kicked off just right for you. Daylight saving time is happening this Sunday. Don't forget to spring forward. As always, you know how to contact me. Instagram at Cavalier Lush. The website CavalierLush.com. Snapchat. Snapchat cavalier lush the email cavalier at gmail.com be wonderful to one another and i will speak to you soon peace